And with a nice, cool breeze. And the crickets. And some crickets, we start episode 57 of Heckin' Cool Dads. Oh, I have to do something. The views and opinions expressed on Heckin' Cool Dads are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect official policy. I'm just kidding. That was just my trigger warning. Oh, boy. Because, Colin, you finally did it. You triggered somebody. Finally done did it. You finally done did it. Uh... It didn't go as planned, though. I think every time, like, your catchphrase is, like, meet me in my DMs. But, like, for whatever reason, I Nobody got... talked to me. It met me in my DMs. <laughs> uh, my DMs got your... Say it to my face, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to get my ass beat. Um, Yeah. So you, you finally did it. You pissed off people, which is tight. But um, it, only it, because... It was... Oh, only you are about to explain. No, only because I, everything that... that is said on this i think as you know it's just opinions and sometimes we riff back and forth and we definitely um sometimes overstate or or i don't want to say play up but we we root ourselves on our opinions right and i take my firm stance and i elevate it and then you do the same and before you know it if anybody should be fighting it's me and you <laughs> you defined you define the word podcast yes these opinions are of my own and your own and if you don't like it you can leave Ooh, I saw a really good uh, thing online about that. I think I did too. Did you? It's that meme that's like, uh, it basically says like, blah, blah, blah. And if they don't like it, they can leave. And the meme goes, so you agree? And it's like, agree with what? Agree with if you don't like the how your country is being run by your government, you can migrate to another country. So you're for immigration. And like yeah. the person pauses. I'm like, damn, that's good. Yeah, that's I like memes. Good. A lot of times they say what I can't. Or what I can't I can't get out. What yeah. I can't put into words. Content uh, matters. I would do want to say though, while we're on the subject of pissing people off, uh, just so we're clear, I am uh, always happy to discuss my beliefs further, um, and I never generally say anything with any sort of malice in my heart. I mostly just want to talk about stuff, and so if I piss anybody off, uh, just know it's all it's all in good fun. Yep, I mean, you, you I believe what I believe, and I'm going to stand up for what I believe, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I don't think I'm dialing anything up, but uh, it's in my opinion. Take it or leave it, guys. Yeah, but I'm happy to talk about it, argue about it, debate things with no hurt feelings, because that's it's about. It's not like you wish his penis would fall off. Spirited discussion, right? What? Yeah, dude. I, okay, I put this on the board last time. Oh, yeah. That, and we never got to it, but I saw a fucking headline, and I was like, wow, gonna bring that to the podcast because that seems fucking wild. Uh, basically, a man's penis fell off due to sepsis, and so the doctors, like, just grew him a new one on his arm. And So I have a question about this. Yeah, I can't wait. For one, for the life of me, I have not been able to find a picture of it where you can see it. Really? I've, well, I mean, oh, first of all, every picture I've seen is blurred. Yes, I mean, why the? If it's you, a wonder of science, I got to see what it looks like. You just want to see is what they grew old, him. You're like, well, I don't know. Hunk? Fuck, maybe I big need a new hunk? one. <laughs> yeah, like, can I just pick a size? You can just grow me a new one no, too. Is that my how this biggest works? question is biggest question. <laughs> I have a nine inch question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna grow a penis. On your body, it's probably a better place to grow it. 
Maybe. I'm not saying where your penis goes, because I'm sure there's a medical reason you can't just grow the penis back into place. But, like, maybe your thigh? I don't know. Like, maybe not a place that's easily seen in everyday life. Walk around, getting groceries, take your wallet out, and this, like, dick just flops on the thing. Well, if you – did you did you notice that in the thing I actually put a link to the article? No. Okay. <laughs> so if you read the article, you'd know that I they didn't. originally tried to grow him at, uh, a penis on his groin. And something went wrong there. It didn't work out. So, so the well. next best was the forearm. I I don't know why. Maybe the skin is tougher there, and maybe like the <laughs> the base had like more. Just maybe it like was firmer skin and could you know it, it had a fighting so chance. Weird. The thing is, like I'm assuming that it was flaccid, a hundred percent of the so. time, right? I would hope so because they haven't connected the pipes. Yeah, they haven't connected the plumbing. Well, I and the don't wiring. know. Like what? <laughs> You would you would have to connect some kind of blood flow to it in order to promote growth, right? <laughs> it's so, dude. Science is fucking. What if it cool. just randomly, dude? At times, all of a sudden, your the fucking arm is just like, wind Rrr. could blow. Yeah, the wind could just blow and boing. All I know is if oh, I'm in that yeah. position and I'm gonna let my body be part of science like that, you better grow me just a total beef hammer. You better grow me. You better grow me something with girth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Uh, I don't oh, know. Man. I mean, I'd be, I guess I'd, at this point, I'd be happy to just have a dick again. Oh, dude, um, so funny. It's just but, so wild I mean, to shit. me. Forearm. I can't imagine how much money that would cost. I'm shaking just shaking somebody's hand, and it's like you're shaking their hand, and you they can barely feel it, just like touching their wrist. Yeah. Do you, you, you ever? You never hit anybody with the old wristwatch? You never hit anybody with that, or you just wrap it around your wrist, and you're like, "Hey guys, what time is it?" Yeah, of course you have. Oh Jesus! But that's that's a whole new wristwatch, oh, guys. I mean, I'm sure I, I guarantee women are the same way. I'm gar- I guarantee women are gross too in the locker rooms. But man, not just locker rooms, but I guarantee women are gross in private too. But man, guy, high school guys when and early twenty somethings guys together are just disgusting. Yeah, it's- everything is dicks and balls. It's like mob mentality, but for dicks and balls. That's exactly what it is. And everybody's trying to one-up the next person. Hey, man, your dog is over here visiting me. This is cool. Uh, I like this because it reminds me of my dog, but just less crazy. So I'm happy to pet you, Pepper. Happy to pet you, Pepper. She's actually going, she's actually like going full on headfirst into uh, that adolescent forget about the rules. Boston Terrible? Just general, like I like dogs in general. You know, you train them well, and they hit that like nine month mark, and then they are like teenagers, and they retreat in all of their training. Uh, the sphere is pretty I've, good. It's great. I've had it before. It I was, have it not. A, it was in a different design. The question I have is: the artwork on the can is printed upside down. I, I literally but, that's what I looked down. But there is one thing printed right side up that is a URL that says leave no stone unturned dot com. Oh. So there must be something. I was actually going to ask if you've had it before, so you've already answered that question. I have had Stone Delicious IPA, but it had different packaging, so maybe it was different. And I was going to ask, is the artwork always upside down? So I think that you've answered both of my questions. Um, I didn't I didn't notice it at first, and then I looked down and was like, holy shit, did they somehow like print the cans upside down? Well, that, then I was about to like, look in the box, and like, are they in the box upside upside down? And no, they're not. You know, like maybe like it really was just like... Something got fucked up, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's also a, like almost an eight percenter. Yeah, so. I mean, Stone is Stone is you know they're pretty much the gods of 
gods of high alcohol mainstream, content. Well, mainstream IPAs. I mean, like oh, they're, okay. uh, mainstream craft IPAs. I mean, they were the they did it. That, that's the, who uh, they were among uh, does the earliest. Like, arrogant bastard and shit like that, right? Yeah, they're and also the, the ones who do the Metallica one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, they did the, uh, do you remember when they did the, uh, uh, Patascala one? Do you remember that? No, but I prefer to pronounce that Patascala. <laughs> I'm do not you really sure. call it that? I have no idea if that's it's true. I, I mean, fuck, it's, is it Lancaster or Lancaster? Lancaster. I always called it Lancaster, but, and then I moved to Ohio and they're like, no, it's Lancaster, you idiot. Well, I feel like people here say it differently than if you go to like, uh, Pennsylvania. You got some uh, some wind chimes going over there. You got a nice little breeze. Yeah. I'm just picturing the pod being like, we're talking. <laughs> no, nah, I these think. These wind things should be fine. They should be okay. I mean, when you rub it like that, it's probably going to show up on the pod. So. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No. We don't have headphones on. Um, nope. It's, but, uh, you got a new table out here? I've actually had this table for a long time, and it was just leaned up against the wall over here. Um, and then we've been using it lately and, uh, we tie dyed on it the other day and there's dye all over it now, even though I had a drop cloth on it, it soaked through. Well, so yeah, I mean that, I feel like that it's fucking tie dye. Like you dye fabric, it soaks through the fabric. If you put a drop cloth on here, it's going to soak well, through. Well, sure. Yeah. But it was like a thick ass canvas one and it was, uh. it was a shirt that was sitting. We didn't just like dump the dye on it. Like it was a shirt that was sitting on it, just soaked through the thing onto the table. Should have hit Harbor Freight and got those tarps, son. Yeah. Um, um, so we, we had lots of, lots of things. I did this one. Oh, you made that? Yeah. Look at you. I had a dingy ass white gate creeper shirt. So I tie dyed it. Why you should just fucking you should do some of that shit up DIY you some Maranatha or fucking um, oh Jesus what's human your new band yeah Human Law you should you should do some of that shit it doesn't really fit the motif of the band so unless you guys are looking to play some hippie fests hell yeah man um so yeah we had lots of things on the board last week and holy shit we just got to riffing. And only crossed off two things. So we're going to talk about some things. You know, news, it would have been relevant then. It's still relevant, but we are like a week late on some of this shit. Uh, so some of the notable things, right? The Lebanon explosion. Fucking wild. Absolutely crazy. Uh, dude, your dogs are fucking raging back there. I, been, I love it. I love been, that they're just playing. They've been... Lazing around the entire day, so of course they pick now. I, I get. I, I'll tell you what. Within within the next five minutes, Pepper at least will have the zoomies, and she will be doing laps, and she'll be cutting through things real quick. <laughs> it's wild, nice. Uh, yeah. So the explosion. Yeah, dude. I just, I remember seeing the first video, and then realizing that like there was already an explosion beforehand, so people were already filming it. So there's so many different angles of yeah. this thing, and like there's like the one footage of the dude. Who died? He was doing a live stream of it. Cool. <laughs> it's all right, man. This is. Uh, they all just pushed the the the. the... Good God! This they, was my circuit, or my my zoo, man. They what they do? The, the bottom of the my screen door is not attached. Oh, so they can they just, just push it open. It's like a doggy door. A giant one, but only in. Correct. That's not bad. That's <clears throat> not a bad problem to have. Except for Pepper, she didn't make it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this explosion. See, yeah, so like there's like the one, the guy on the ground who was doing the, uh, who was doing the live stream and he died unfortunately. And then did you see the one that was like footage from like inside that house? Like the mom and the kids watching it? Uh, I don't know. I saw a couple 
different angles, but I don't know which angles they are. I just caught a couple. There's this one I saw that was like somebody's security footage in their apartment. Oh, this and you was see not, them. You see yeah. them looking out the window, like toward you, kind of like down towards you, so you don't see it coming. Right. But they're like pointing and like looking, and all of a sudden they go, "Ooh!" And then you see them start to move back, and then the whole room just bashes in, and then like the kids are crying, and she runs them out of the room after they dust themselves oh, wow. off. But like it was, it's, and it's like it was just poor storage of some chemical. It was. I think it was ammunition, right? No. Really? It was a. It was a chemical that's used for. Something specific, and it and it ammonium was ammonium nitrate, right? Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I don't know why I thought ammunition. And they, I, I think it, ammonium somehow in my mind I was storing that as supposedly ammunition. it was like the conditions it was being stored in had been setting off uh, red flags like crazy. Yeah, it was like five years earlier they said to get rid of yeah. the shit. And I guess when you store it that in that close proximity to itself, it solidifies and becomes even more explosive. Unreal. So yeah, that that's that's crazy, and it's like it destroyed like their whole like like nice like downtown like short north type district like mm-hmm. arts and restaurants and stuff and like like tons of small businesses. It's billions and billions of dollars of damage. Plus, they have like a, a really corrupt government. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Like a really corrupt gov- government. Yeah. Yeah. There. I'm sure more will come out about it um i admittedly have not really followed up on it since you know like the first week it happens so. that's because everything that happens in the news lasts for about Dude, two it, hours it, and then there's another it does. it's got like thing. a it's got like a 72 hour lifespan and then just goes off into the abyss which kind of fucking sucks when it's something that should be remembered like when it's like things that the you know president's doing or things that other politicians local politicians are doing or things that are going on in your community these are things that should live longer but then unfortunately they don't our cycle moves so fast <coughs> and it's like it's like uh two weeks ago the government basically acknowledged that there were ufos <laughs> oh i know and we and nobody cared you know but i feel like that one's like everybody's like yeah see i fucking knew that like tell me something i don't know and then like today uh uh today the or yesterday the senate intelligence committee which is republican led released their final report on the russian thing from 2016 mm-hmm. and basically confirmed so much stuff that everybody was saying was a hoax yeah and and but nobody cares because like they're looting and pillaging the USPS and they're doing this and you know and it's just like like the news cycle is just so fucking fast you can't keep up with anything and nothing matters anymore because of that I, that's just in general that's just culture like the same we could say the same thing about music like people almost have to release an album a song at a time every week to even keep people's attention because if you release a whole album it's only going to get talked about for that one week and then it's going to fucking fade when a hundred other people release albums next week. You have to constantly be pumping music out there. And I'm sure you – I say I'm sure, but th- that was me just pigeonholing you. Do you know an artist named Russ? He's Rapper like, or R&B artist? Yeah, like yeah. R&B rapper. Yeah. He's, dude, he – I don't know how many weeks in a row he's released a track, but he has had a track on my like release radar every fucking friday for weeks and i'm there's no way that they all came out on one thing and they're just spreading them out on my release radar that dude is literally cranking out songs he's putting out a song like a week 
That rapper 03 Greedo, before he went to jail, said that he had, like, he said he literally has 450 songs. Dude, Tupac is... And he's been pumping music out, out songs. while he's been in, while he's been in prison. He's probably had three or four records and mixtapes come out. Yeah, that's wild. That's I mean that's incredible. But that just shows you like how fast again everything in our culture goes. Um, but then on the on the converse side of that though, you have that fuckface who runs Spotify saying shit like, uh, you know. Bands can no longer wait three or four years to put out records. And it's like, fuck I, you. I kind of agree with that. No. I, I mean, it, they can. You, But you agree with it from a business standpoint, which I, I also agree with because that's literally what, you know, that's the math there. I understand the, the math, but the idea, the way that he was talking about it was so gross yeah. and it was commodifying music into a product and it's not a product. It's a fucking product. I disagree. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I don't think that it there is, be. I don't think there's, I don't think that we can just call it an art anymore because a long time ago, art became a product and music was an art. It was an expression, but at some point, art as a whole top down became a product. Now there are people that do it as a hobby and if you're not doing it as a hobby, and you're trying to make a business or anything successful out of it, you're doing it as a product. You, your being, you are a product. I mean, it's what a resume is. A resume is a fucking uh, a stat yeah, sheet. That. You know, and it's the same with music. You, you're either doing it as a fucking hobby or you're doing it as a product. Uh, that's. I mean, that's that's uh, obviously my opinion. I, I, I agree with you to an extent, um, but. No, I mean, you're right. Uh, uh, I guess it's just... Okay, if you are looking at it with pure pure numbers, uh, yes, it is not viable for a band to make it their sole career and release a record every three or four years. Uh, the bigger point being is that maybe they could... If they made more than point zero 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 sixty five percent per stream, so fuck you for saying that forever, Spotify guy. Yeah, I, I definitely. And then next month I'll give you a fifteen dollars again for my family pan plan. <laughs> I definitely uh, agree with the artist should make more money because the entire business of streaming music is built upon the labor of other people creating a product, and. They're like the Alibaba of music. I mean, they literally just take whatever product and they make it hundreds of thousands or, you know, whatever. And they force that out in mass quantities and they take money. Hi there. Hi. Uh, They take money and all they're doing is pumping somebody else's product. And it's almost like it's almost like when you play a show and they're like, well, we can't pay you, but it's good exposure. It's like the same fucking thing. They're like, well, do you want your music to be on our platform that reaches millions of people? Then we can't really pay you shit. In and, fact, you're going to pay us. And that's why I think, and I have made this argument with another one of my friends, is that the, what could fix all of the streaming stuff mm-hmm. is if Bandcamp had a streaming service. 
It, well, you say that because you're you're basically saying because Bandcamp pays better, right? Bandcamp it not only pays better royalties, they value their artists more. Well, they you, value their art. They do now because they are the small guys, and that's their niche market. Everybody values the small guys uh, while it's their. I actually think the leadership at Bandcamp and the people who work for Bandcamp have a lot of integrity, though. They do right now to them fucking zeros, oh, them commas you, and you, zeros. <laughs> You're automatically assuming that money will always corrupt. Spotify was once a startup who probably paid better. I don't know. I'd have to look the history of that. Uh, but I can only I assume. I think Spotify is always taking shit for commodifying music into a thing that they, they can make. That's true. But ev- everything evolves. Of. And I, I feel like the entire... Again, because I look at it as a product, the business model of making, marketing, music has changed. You are no longer selling a piece of physical. You are giving out the music in return for getting more on the backside of, uh, you know, uh, merch and shit like that. But let me ask you this then. Is what – does it depend then just on what your expectations are? Because like like for me like with Maranatha and with Human Law uh, is that like I I've I don't know I've probably put two thousand three thousand dollars of my own money into Maranatha over the over the last ten years or whatever uh-huh. and I will I, and I I'll never see that money again and I don't expect to I hope that people listen to my music but I don't care if they do or not that's because it's a hobby. I guess I guess there's yeah I guess you're right I just don't like the word hobby I know hobby I know. cheapens it to me it, it does it feels like it cheapens it it's still art right so isn't it why isn't it more of that like this is my art rather than my product well I feel like in this day and age everything needs to be put into everything needs to have a definition and art is the most subjective thing on the fucking planet yeah, you're right. you cannot define art art is literally open for interpretation if i want to stand there and hold my mouth open right by that light bulb and have you record me for 45 minutes straight i can call that art that's literally just me holding my mouth by a light bulb but that's it's a fucking art i agree it's subjective as shit, and you cannot, like you said, you cannot actually commodify art, but then again, you can, because there are buckets of art. There's certain shit that you you can't... It is all blurred together. It you know. is. Yeah, it's so fucking... It's even hard for me to define sitting here trying to argue it with you. But I guess what I'm saying is the the, the CEO of Spotify can, can suck that guy's fat hog groan on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh man. Uh speaking of streaming though, unless you were about to hit something. No, go for I it. got something. Uh very cool thing I saw on Friday I I, I was a I saw on Friday or, a VCT. Oh, yeah. VCT. Very cool thing. Oh, very cool thing. I thought you were saying because the band was called Bile Creature. Oh shit. And uh and it was a teleconcert. I, I, I was trying to make VCT. Um, oh. Uh, but. It's some shit online. You, you watch it online? Yeah. So, Vile Creature is a two person band from Canada, Toronto, I think. Montreal. I don't know. Uh, we, Maranatha played with them at Big Room Bar uh, two years ago. It's a great show. It's a husband and wife, or, 
Yeah, husband and wife. And uh, they um, play like really, really heavy doom, but it's just she screams and plays drums and he screams and plays guitar. And he's got piles and piles and piles of guitar rigs. Okay. It's wild. Anyway, they're awesome if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, they released a new record a couple months ago that is great. And I, they, they wanted to do a cool thing for the release show. So they did this performance where it was, they kept touting it, they kept calling it a choose your own adventure live stream, which was weird. So you go to the website, it was called Glory Glory Live, mm-hmm. and it starts telling a narrative. Like, so you woke up this morning and you realize blah, 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 and then you get to the end of the thing and it's like, do you do this or do you this? You know, and, and it's yeah. all like trying to get to a show. Okay. You get to the door of the show at the end of this path through a few screens and you're, gr- you're greeted by a video that is the host of there's a metal comedy show called two minutes to late night yeah, yeah. they've been doing all those bedroom covers yep very familiar he, he greets you at the door and tells you like you know blah, blah 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 and then you can you get to the door and you you can pay the cover suggested cover of seven dollars uh-huh. or you can just go in they're not going to exclude anybody Okay, super punk rock way of doing it. Yeah. And go in there, and the doors were at 7. The show didn't start until 8. At 7, there was a screen you were watching that was just, they had asked a bunch of anybody to take pictures of their pets with their new record, just as a slideshow. Okay. And uh, then the show starts. And all this is, like, really, it's all real punk. I mean, these guys are, like, a real DIY band, so everything is pretty crude. Right. In a cool, kind of cool way. Anyway, and you start the show. They start the show, and there's a Vimeo window. And then there's, like, nine different angles. Okay? Okay. But it's whole... They want it to be like you're at a show. So it's, like, drum cam. And then there was, like, stage left, check out this awesome guitar player. Then there was, like, stage right, leaning against the bar. Then there was, like tall guy standing in front of you oh my god and there was literally a whole show with a dude standing like his silhouette standing there and he's like talking and moving around and stuff like that and then there was a cigarette break outside and it's just like pre-recorded footage of these these punk metalheads talking shit yeah and then there was merch booth and you could go and you could look at their merch at the booth and it was just there was there was a little bit of sync issues here and there but like as a whole, it was like an hour long performance, good audio, all these different camps. It was just really fun. We were sitting on the couch and like I had like the, my like wireless trackpad and I'm just selecting different things. So, so this is super cool. And I'm like, even when shows come back, I hope people still do this. Yeah. Cause I watched a live show and it like it felt like i was watching a band do something live so then i yeah, like, that's really cool. i'm hammered at this point okay i had a half a bottle of whiskey that night it was wild and um i'm so hammered and i'm like this is so cool and all of a sudden i got like ideas for a live video like a, a live performance uh platform and i like grabbed but i grabbed like a notebook and i was like i got to write this shit down and i like sketched all this shit out i wrote all this shit down yeah that was like kind of taking this idea and expanding on it and turning it like and i knew i needed to write it down then while i had like the ideas were flowing and right. i woke up the next day and looked at them and like 
borderline unreadable. Holy shit, because I was hammered. But ideas are there. So, so what do you think? You think you're going to pursue it? I, I I have some ideas. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to give anything. Else. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, that's me, it's me too. I've I've been holding on to. I have some domain names and some ideas for things that I've been holding on to for like two years now. Because I'm still going to do them. I just uh, I'm not. Re- anyway, I'm shout not out to Vile Creature and their little punk rock team of putting together something that was somewhat of a DIY technological feat. And was just a really cool experience. Very cool. Super tight. Uh, I want to talk about this because... Told you. Told you this was happening. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking zooming around. Specifically. I really hope that people listening to this can hear like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that was Melvin, I think. Holy shit. Uh... One or two dogs just ran full tilt into the mic stand. <laughs> into the mic stand. Uh, so, I saw on like a... I don't know why this reminded me of this. I, I'm actually sad this reminded me of this. But um, I saw on the news that there was like a... I think he was Romanian. He was like a pop star. And he was like live streaming and shit to his like fans. And his girlfriend was driving. And they were crossing a train track and got hit by a train... And he got killed on live stream. Dude. That was like this week. So I don't know why that reminded I guess maybe because it was the unexpected run into noise, boom, you know. Um, That's super, wild. Yeah, super wild. Um, I guess maybe they don't have uh, like the, you know, the gates that come down in front of the trains. Or Where? train. Romania. Oh. They might not have it. I mean, we fucking don't have it in some places in Ohio. Oh, for sure. F shit. The other day, I was out by my house, and this happens way more than it should. The gates just don't go up. Like the train really? is gone. Yeah, the train is gone, they and like the trip, gates the are sensor didn't trip or whatever. Yeah. So what we do is like you creep up and you look both ways, and then you just fucking you know, you weave and go around. And then there's a there's a number you call and you tell them, and they fucking check it out and push them up or whatever manually from some remote button in some place. Yeah, that made, that reminded me. You know those the train tracks in Hilltop, like crossing Hague. Oh yeah, Valley View. Yeah, I remember Nikki P used to live right there. Yeah, and his house backed up to the train tracks. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was fixing my car once, and he said that his uncle was a train engineer. And every time he would go past there in the middle of the night, he would just fucking lay on the horn when he was behind his no house. Shit. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> So you put something on the board uh, that I, I wondered where your mind was with it. It says shit, COVID ruined. So this, so th- this is what made me think of that was I feel like that obviously there are obvious things that COVID ruined, like everything. Um, voting, but, huh? <laughs> voting, voting. Um, Holy shit, America. Um, <laughs> um, but. No, I was thinking about this the other day because I was just thinking about uh, my bands, and I was thinking about Maranatha because I, I like the Human Law EP is close to being over the finish line. We still got to record vocals for it, and um, and that, so right now I've been also thinking th- through the idea of recording Maranatha at home 
mm-hmm. just because I feel like I've had a pretty good test run here. Yeah. And uh, so I've just been playing around with some tones. So the, that band's been on my mind a lot lately, and I, I was thinking about the last show we played was a great show. It was that show with Worst Self at Big Root Bar. You were oh, there. It was such a good show. And Toxic Warlord and Postal. That was a great life-giving show. One of those ones that's going to stand out in my mind. Yeah, it, I, I I had a fucking blast, too, and I don't but, do many shows. Anymore. That show was also me kicking off booking effing shows. That's COVID true. ruined that. No, COVID didn't ruin that, man. I think just how you're romanticizing how good of a show that was, I think a lot of people felt that that night. First of all, I was out with Dave. I can't remember the last time Dave came to a show. Sure. Got to hang with Jimmy, got to hang with uh, Big Me's, like... And everybody had a great time. That was a good, solid show. I don't – that I recall, there was not one fight. No. Uh, everything was good. Band got paid. Band got paid. Uh, it's always a good night when that happens. And I feel like everybody will remember that. First of all, I think when shows come back, everybody's going to be fucking chomping at the bit. Like everybody's going to be like, let me into a show. Give me that COVID. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to get the cove. I guess new metal shows will be the best because everybody will have like big industrial grade gas masks. <laughs> oh man, but that's is that new metal though? I don't. I mean, I no, mean, back that's, in the day, that's like fucking orgy. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's like some okay. orgy shit. Cyber goth dance parties Cyber will be totally god. good. Yeah, because they They've all got those fucking. This. They got the nuclear warfare uh, gas masks. What kind of music do steampunk people listen to? Uh, you know what? My sister and her and her husband are like into steampunk ish. And uh there was a what is the band? What's that fucking I'm ba- texting her. Mumford and Sons? No. I feel like I feel like that's a band that like steampunk people would like. Uh, there's a specific band and I can't think of what they're called. Now I got to text my sister. That's crazy. You know, you know, What's visually that steampunk band you love. <laughs> Uh, visually, I actually like steampunk stuff. I think it's interesting. I like all the gears and shit like that. It's yeah. never, it's never anything that I would want to. Wild Wild West is my favorite movie ever. I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I don't mind that movie. That movie but... invented steampunk. Shut the fuck up. I'm just up. kidding. It didn't. Um, I don't mind that movie though. I don't, I don't feel like. Watch that movie and watch that movie now. I did. I've watched it in the past like couple years. Still like it. <laughs> Still like it. I honestly, I don't know what it is about Will Smith. I feel like that dude does not make a bad movie. Name a bad movie and don't even say Wild Wild West. Like take – just forget you – I can already tell how you feel about that one. So forget that. You get to see – um, uh, what's her – what's – Selma Hayek. You get to see her butt though. And like <laughs> I used to be a big Selma Hayek fan. So um, name another you movie. You see her boobs in Desperado though. True. Uh, that's true. Those Ew, I don't want to be one of those podcasts. I... Whatever. We talked about dicks earlier. Like anyway, we, you're we're right. like we're equal opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, name a movie that Will Smith was in that's bad. Suicide Squad. You think you think that was a bad it. movie? I know. Oh, I was it, like, I know that it was universally loathed, wasn't it? Didn't people hate that shit? Yes, but I feel like the people that were outspoken about hating it were people who are very – they're like comic book purists 
who want certain things to be a certain way. Angus. And that's not me. Yelling at my dogs. That's not me. I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know dick about dick when it comes to comic books. Like, the only comics I really read growing up were, like, my brother had a bunch of old, like, Archie and, like, you know, shit like that. And then I followed the shit out of Spawn. Other than that, I didn't really follow comics. So all these movies to me, I, it's like I'm learning the story or watching it for the first time. And I don't hate any of them. Like, all of them to me are fine. I, I will say I'm not, like, a nerd's nerd when it comes to comic books. Um I feel like I know enough about the stories to get dirty. To get dirty. To get my hands dirty. <laughs> <laughs> You're still thinking about dicks. Still thinking about dicks. Arm dicks. Um, I but, can't stop thinking about arm dicks. So it, it does bug me, like, when there's, like, big... Like, for instance, in, uh, at, in the Wolverine, the X-Men Origins Wolverine. So the first Wolverine movie. Um, Deadpool's in that, and uh, sure, there's there's lots of uh, comminglings. And no, I know, but like this was before the Deadpool movies came out, long before they came out, mm-hmm. and and Deadpool in that Wolverine movie is just like boring as hell, has a tertiary role, and dies at the end. Hold on, and, hold on, hold on. I'm not gonna skip over the fact that you just said tertiary. Yes. What the? I don't. I have no. I I understand the context you used it, so I have an idea what that word means. Primary, secondary, tertiary. Holy shit! One level below secondary character. Is that some uh, user experience shit, or did you just know that word? Uh, I do use tertiary in my job. Yes. All right. I got to be honest. I've literally never heard that word in my life, and I'm going to attempt to use it this week. All right. Proceed. Uh, here's here. I'm going to give it to you where you can use it. This sounds. That if sounds you are weird. using anything. If you are talking about anything at work that has na- a navigation system, uh-huh. you say, what about the tertiary navigation elements? Damn. You know when you have on a website? Yeah. You know, you have a, your main navigation, you have, the, you you have, have your second your, level. You have your sub-nav. Generally, there's like a strip of other bullshit along the top. Sure. Tertiary nav. Or the stuff you find in the footer. Tertiary. Man, like maybe a version number or something? Yeah. Something arbitrary like that, dude. I'm I'm into it. I'm gonna use the shit out of that word. Um, third level is all it means. Um, in importance, got it. Anyway, Deadpool's in that movie and has a stupid tertiary role and dies at the end. And all all the Deadpool fans were like, "Dude, like Deadpool comics are like everybody's been waiting for them to to bring him into the movies because he's hysterical, and like that's the whole bit is like." He talks a lot, and it's gory and mm-hmm. fun. And uh, and then they finally made those, and they ended up being, like, among the best superhero movies, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, stuff like that bugs me. Like, I remember when that happened, and I'm not, like, a huge knowledgeable about X-Men and, and the X-Men universe, but, like, I knew that Deadpool should have been more than a guy who dies at the end. Sure. So, that being said, I've never felt any desire to see Suicide Squad. But maybe I should now. I don't know. I don't really follow the DC movies except for Batman stuff. I think that's a pretty common... From all my comic book friends, that's a pretty common uh, thought process is they primarily follow Marvel. DC is like redheaded stepchild. It's like Pepsi. Yeah. 
I went through a phase where I drank Pepsi, though. I'm sure some I dr- comic I drink fans Pepsi. went through a phase where they only read DC Comics. Not me, bro. <laughs> uh, when I get offered a Pepsi now, I'm just like, whatever. I'm cool. I don't know. In my older age, I just don't give a fuck. I mean, I fuck oh, with I RC. Care. I'm not. I'm not. I don't discriminate. Yeah, you know, I, I. I do think Coke is the superior yes. cola. If someone hands me a Pepsi, it's a cola. Have you noticed that in the Midwest, a lot of people say you want a Coke, and they just literally mean a cola. Like they call it. It's almost like saying, "Do you have a Kleenex or do you have a Q-tip?" Those are fucking brands. I've excuse. I've. 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 I've uh, experienced that mostly in the South. They do that in Georgia. They do that in Tennessee a lot. I haven't heard it in Ohio. Shit. Do you call it soda or do you call it pop? I, uh, I have switched to soda. I grew up calling it pop. I'm from Michigan. I, you know what? I have to. I'm not going to front like I always called it soda. But when I, mean, I started, Fago has a has a red pop. They, I mean, they have a fuck yeah, they name. Do. Dude, my my <laughs> wife, my wife loves red pop, red and pop. I I found like up in my neck of the woods, can't find that shit anywhere. I found it's at a Kroger. I have to go to a very specific Kroger, and then there it is, 20-ounce Red Pop for $0.69 cents a piece. You know what's my Fago shit is the Rock and Rye. The what? It's called Rock and Rye. It's good. Uh, it's like a darker red. <laughs> oh, that's... It's, it's like, like Dr. Fruit Pepper. Punch? No, it's more like a Dr. Pepper-ish, but with a, maybe a little... Maybe Dr. Pepper mixed with Red Pop. <laughs> and Red Pop is just uh, strawberry cream soda? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Fucking A. All right. I have a random thought for you. I'm just want to. Uh, I want to just uh, get your get your thoughts on this. Down south, they do call all pop Coke, though. Oh shit! Yeah. Before we move on, let me just say that I grew up saying pop. I heard soda. I liked it better. I felt that me and soda were on a first name basis. I agree. And I'm it's the same uh, it's a soda pop, right? That's its full name. Uh, just like I call you Colin. I don't come over here and just call you by your last name. So I'm not going to call you Pop. I'm going to call you Soda because that's your fucking first name. But down me- south, though, they do, like, you say, they'll say, what do you want to drink? And be like, I have a Coke. And be like, what kind? Mountain Dew. Shut the fuck up. No, that's where I draw the line. But it, it happens. No, I, I draw the line. I'm punching somebody if that happens. <laughs> uh, if you say, if you say. Some you big w- hillbilly named Billy Glenn. You're going to punch him? Billy Glenn? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You didn't go with Billy Bob. You went with Billy Glenn. I feel like you know a Billy Glenn and, like, it sticks out in your mind or something. Um, no, but if you say... I don't know a Billy Glenn, for the record. If you say a Coke, I would accept, like I said, an RC, a Pepsi, uh, maybe even a Big K Cola. But it has to be a Cola. It has to be Cola. Yeah. You I can't bring me a fucking lemon lime, uh, like a Surge. You can't bring me that shit and expect to call it a Coke. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. If I, if I started a country... Or if I had my own area with our own dialect. Okay. It would only be when you're ordering pop, you would say, I'll have a Baja Blast. <laughs> and they'll say what That's kind. That's a Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. The yeah. Taco Bell kind. And uh, and they'll say what kind. And then I'll say, oh, a Sprite. See, I'd, I'd probably just pick an arbitrary name that doesn't, like, <laughs> can I have a jank water? <laughs> like, you come in, you're like, can I have a jank water? And they're like, yeah, what flavor? And I'm like, uh, Coke. Or uh, fucking Baja Blast, I guess. I've actually never had a Baja Blast. Really? Yeah. I know that it's like okay. a it's a it's a Taco Bell thing, right? Yeah. They they a few years ago they started bottling it. You can get it at gas station stuff. 
Okay. Not get out of the bottle. Really? It's it. it you got to get that straight from the tap. Shit? You got to be eating that with a fucking cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> or something. I was actually I was feeling uh, I was feeling Mexican food today. There was a taco truck in my neighborhood tonight that I stood in line for way too long for. But what was it? Uh, it's from Gahanna. It's called. So we have this restaurant. I have no idea if it's a chain. I've never heard of it before, but we have one up there called Iguanas. Is that? Taquiando, Mexican Taquiando? street Taquiando. Taquiando. It was decent. Tacos were good. Burrito was meh. Oh, you fucked up some tacos and a burrito? Dude, if there's going to be a taco truck in my neighborhood, you better believe I'm going to patronize the fuck out of that. <laughs> so I had, uh, I had enchiladas and beef tacos. Um, I was feeling it tonight, man. I got me some fucking beans, some rice. I got some chips and queso blanco. Like, I, I went hard. Real the deal Taco thing, Tuesday. Yeah, but I didn't do that because, of, I mean, maybe somewhere like deep down rooted I did that because of this. Yeah, you did. But me and my kid were talking. I was like, what do you want? And he's like, I don't care. I'll eat anything. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm fucking, I'm feeling like some tacos. Uh, and so I asked my wife and she's like, I ate cereal. And I was like, well, guess what? I'm getting fucking tacos. And so I call up and I order this place called Iguanas, which is uh, up near me. Um, and I've had them once or twice before. And I'm, I'm just going through the menu. Like like any Mexican restaurant, do they have a thousand things on the menu? It's overwhelming when I look at the menu. And so I just went down and fucking picked one of the random combinations. And it was like two chimichangas and a beef beef taco. And I was like, that's what I want. I'll take that. And this guy goes, you pick up? Yeah. 30 minutes. I'm like, 30 minutes? I, and I, I like casually dropped. I go, all right, I'm on my way there now. And he was like, all right, just come through the drive-thru. Cool. So I pulled up and uh, shit was ready. It was like it was like 15 minutes. Were you? Did you go 30 minutes? No. I just, oh, in my okay. mind, I was like. 30 fucking minutes? Like, you know that shit's just back there just chilling, waiting to be, like, reheated. You know? Yeah. They don't even hide it with the beans. Oh, They'll yeah. call them bitches refried beans. I'm like, would you not fry them right the first time? Like, what the what the fuck is going on? Why do I have to refire these things? Yeah, so, got some tacos, slapped the shit out of them, and, of course, like, my kid, you know, in true kid fashion... I don't know. It's okay. I'm like, what do you mean it's okay? It's it's just fucking beef and cheese. Like, it just has a it has enchilada sauce on it. Which, by the way, I have no idea what enchilada sauce is. He asked me the question, "What's the enchilada sauce made of?" And I go, "I don't know." Do you know? I mean, you make a lot of food. Uh, I don't. It, I, I'm sure it's just a specific mix of spices, probably some vinegar and tomatillos. At least for mm. at least for the green. Shit was so good. I fucking I dude I I housed it. I was like scraping the sides. Uh but again, didn't eat breakfast, fucked up lunch, and then for dinner I didn't even actually eat dinner. I like fucking ate Reese pumpkins and coffee cake and shit. Like I just I went hard on the sweets tonight. That's it. By the way, can I just say you're not a Starbucks guy, are you? Uh I mean I don't I mean I'll drink it. You just fuck with, like, just straight coffee, right? Yeah. Okay. I fuck with all the, oh, like, frou-frou coffees. Oh, I know. You know I go hard. I, I'm especially fond of nitro cold brew. And 
uh, I will say that uh, Starbucks was not the first place I had nitro. I had nitro for years from Crimson Cup. Like they were like, as far as I'm concerned, I have no, I have nothing to substantiate this claim. But as far as I know, they're the first people in Columbus to offer nitro cold brew, right? Um, so had it there for years. When Starbucks started making it, I was like, fuck yeah, this shit's good. Um, I still, still drink it, but I am absolutely that person that when the fall drinks roll around and we get into Almost the- PSL time, baby. Oh, baby. We get into the PSLs. Hey, dogs. Hey. Hey, wife. Sierra. Man, you just hijacked a podcast to no. yell at dogs and Sierra, wife. Sierra, will you tell the dogs, come in. I said, hey, wife, what an asshole. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like how I can get him in just a whistle. That's right. A quick whistle and they just obey. Angus. Um, so. Oh, it he's is okay. Almost, he's okay. It is almost PSL time. Um, <laughs> last year or the year before, I don't, I don't actually remember. I think it was last year. They introduced the cold brew the pumpkin spice cold brew it's called like oh i remember you were foam. screaming about that you told me to get it and i never did oh my god bro i had a fucking realization today i said bro i'm like hey, bro i had a realization today that is it's about that time it i'm is. pretty confident the last year at the end of august oh i'm sure was where shit popped off i'm starting to see the pumpkin beers pumpkin is out already oh yeah Pumpkin is out. I actually almost got. There were two pumpkin beers I'd never heard of. Uh, I almost got tonight just for the fuck of it. Um, I will say that pumpkin is not as good as it used to be. Anyway, uh, I'm pretty confident that we've got maybe two weeks until we start seeing the PSLs and the other pumpkin drinks roll in. And please, Starbucks, please bring back the cold brew because I'm sure they will. You've got a you've got a patron in me. I do like getting me a Trenta cold brew. Yeah, they won't do that shit with nitro. They'll only go as high as grande. Yeah. That won't stop me from going twice because I do that. Give me two of them. You know, I I will say that I never go through and get two. But what I really like about the cold brew, especially the nitro, because it comes with no ice. They don't put ice in the, the nitro. I can get one in the morning. And, you know, get busy and be working and shit like that and pick up throughout the day, just grab and have a sip. Sometimes that shit lasts me to like one. And it's crazy. Pretty much just as good. I will say, uh, one thing on Nitro that is amazing is, uh, Founders Brewing Company, their breakfast stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not breakfast out there. It's Is it an oatmeal? The oatmeal stout. Yeah. I've had it at the brewery on nitro. Night the nitro infused drinks are just so smooth. Oh dude. I love it. It literally tastes like eating a boozy breakfast. Also, something that I weirdly like is you know, like take cold brew for example, when they give it to you, I could sit there and just watch it cascade and like turn from that. It looks like something's in your... It looks like they put milk in it, but there's no milk, and then it just slowly turns to just black coffee. I love that. I don't know why. Total coffee nerd in that regard. But, like, I'm just like, dude, look at my shit go. Um, All right. I have a random thought for you. I started to ask this earlier. 
And I just want to know how you feel about it. You ever try to wipe your ass with the other hand? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry I fucked you up. You caught me off guard with that. I know, one. I know. I didn't. I didn't want to like. I didn't want to lead uh, in with this. I can't think of a time I did. No, I'm I sure did the other day. Horrible. I did the other day. I'm sure it's horrible. It is fucking weird. <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> like for no, for no reason. I was like, I you know, I was doing what all people do nowadays. I'm playing on my phone. My fucking legs were like falling asleep. Because I was sitting on the toilet for so long. And then for no reason, I go, I'm going to try the fucking switch hit tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna go in with the old lefty and just see. Because, like, I started thinking about, like, damn, dude, what if I lost my hand? Like, how fucking... You have to adapt. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should be prepared for this. Oh. The same way that people are prepared with, like, extra toilet... Like, doomsday preppers, Right. I don't know why I had this fear of, like, losing my hand. But, like, what if I lost my hand? I don't want the first time that I have to do this to be, like, after I lost my hand. Because I might just, you know, I might just wrap up a nub and go in there with my nub, you know? So I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. Let's go. Let's go with the lefty. It was so weird. I was so not confident in my performance that at the end I had to just give it one, give it a once over with the righty, you know. <laughs> I know that's a weird thing, but like, oh I, man, it got me thinking. Like, do other people do that? I'm sitting here just like I'm just gonna let him tell this. I'm just no. I, I really need to uh, know. I, I need your commitment. If you haven't done it, I I'll need try your, it. I need your commitment that I'll by try. next pod you'll go in and just I want to I want to see what your confidence level is when you come out. Yeah, I'm. I mean, in general, I'm not a kind of person who's ambidextrous. Like, I can't write my. I can barely write my name with my left hand. Yeah. So, I seem amb, amb. Somebody who is ambidextrous does that have a name? I, I mean, ambidextry. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I, I think it's ambidextrous. I think you say the whole thing all the time. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You just taught me what true. What is it? Trucheary. Tertiary. Tertiary. If you're going to use it, you got to learn how to pronounce it, Look, Jeff. man, you can't fucking give it to me one time. I can't hear it out of left field and just expect me to be a professional. <laughs> like, I, I get it now. Here's how I'm going to relate it. I'm going to think about a turret gun, right? A turret or a turban. I don't know. Or third in importance, tertiary. Yeah, but that doesn't – that means nothing to my regular life. Like, for whatever reason, a turret gun <laughs> – <laughs> it's really sticking out. Oh yeah, because you play fucking Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna think about a turret gun and it's tertiary. Oh, we used to sing this song. I don't know where we got it or why we sang it, but we used to sing Kyle got turked by a syphilitic bear. What does turked mean? I don't I mean humped? I don't know. I don't know if it's a real word. It was just something we used to sing. Kyle got turked by a syphilitic bear. It was just something we sang to Kyle. Was Kyle... The is butter- Kyle... Is he just like the runt of the litter that everybody shits on all the time? Because I was that guy. Um, Yeah. Kinda. So, Kyle, solidarity. Yeah, but can I say that in this day and age where my focus is like, you know, being 
good at my job and playing video games. Like, Kyle's like the fucking professional of all that. When Kyle was getting a job, <laughs> my boss at the time, I was trying to get Kyle a job. I wanted him to move back to town. And my boss goes, Would Where do you, you live? Where did he live? He lived about 20 miles north of Players. Oh. Okay. Um, and she said, Would you, uh, would you bet your job on him? And I said, Ma'am, I would, I would bet that if Kyle does anything wrong, it's because I put him up to it. And she goes, Okay. Basically hired him without an interview the the interview the first interview was a phone interview and one of the first questions was when can you start so like which is kind of tight because that meant that like at the time i had some kind of like yeah you know i was like a, a validity stamp yeah um but he got in there and did so well at the job that like they basically graded people on a bell curve and kaya was the fucking top he was like the top dog. He's always the top dog. Like he's so good at working. It's fucking crazy. And he's also so good at Call of Duty. This is the sound of a man who feels bad about shitting all over his best friend. Through for all, years. For years. No, I still shit on him. <laughs> he still gets it. Angus, get out of there. Go, come here. <laughs> what is there? Define there. Something that sticks. The pile. void, man. That's where the critter pile used to be. No, the critter pile is right here. What? On this... Concrete Angus, thing? get over here or you're going inside. He's coming. I don't know. But Kyle's a good dude. I agree. So can we talk about, like, how much the USPS has been in the news recently? Dude. USPS, uh, man. Uh, it, it, it... We, you know, it was public knowledge that this administration installed a postmaster general who was a big time Trump donor. And, oh yeah. Uh, also turns out he has some he's got some seventy five million dollars in assets invested in that shit. Oh yeah. And uh and and wanted to uh uh enact cost cutting measures that just so happened to slow the mail down significantly in an election that's going to rely a lot on the mail. Seems a little bit weird. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what? I mean, I am concerned about everything that's been done just in the last week or two, but outrage works because... The Postmaster General is going to be testifying before Congress and said he is halting all cost-cutting measures until after the election. Now, what that really means, we'll have to see. But I think part of it is, I, I mean, and let's be real, you know, you can't wave fake news at this one because the president himself said it out loud on Fox News the other day. He literally said... If they don't get the money they need, they won't be able to process all of our mail-in votes. I mean, it's it's clear as day what is happening here. And uh, I think that somebody told, because then the president tweeted, save the post office. Yeah, that was such a passive-aggressive so, fuck you. I think it's, it's one of a few things. It's either, one, he 
is gaslighting, straight up. Sure. He's saying, everything's fine. I'm on your side. Not. Two, he is an actual idiot who is being, who has no idea what he's doing and is being controlled by smarter, evil people. And of course, he's going to say, say it's the post office because he's watching fucking TV. You know, oh, you know, Twitter fingers. Uh, uh, three, you know, he's, uh, actively trying to sabotage an election. So, yeah, but I think somebody told him that, hey, yeah, you can slow the mail down, but that also slows the mail down, not just ballots. Your supporters, your rural poor supporters who rely on the mail for their insulin, for their welfare checks, you know, like. Yeah, I, so where I live, um, I only see Trump signs. And I take a very specific to and from, uh, a specific route to and from daycare. And there are only there's only about five signs, but it just drives me nuts that I have to see those same five signs. And I think it's because, like, to me, if after everything, okay, I don't even fault people that voted for him the first time because people are so outraged and want change. They see this guy come in who fucking seemingly answers to nobody, who is not no political background. I can actually see the appeal there. Absolutely. Right? I can't even fault – sure, like the the liberal side of me or whatever wants to say like, yeah, I fucking fault people for voting for him. But honestly, I can see why people voted for him. I can see why – he was almost the underdog, right? Sure. So I get why people voted for I him. I totally agree. But four years later, witnessing what has fucking happened on his watch – if you're still supporting him, something is drastically wrong. I'm not going to lob up any fucking things like, you know, you're a racist or you're this or you're that. But something is wrong with people who are still supporting them, supporting that entire – You're being you're, – you're, you're, you're at, at – you could be at worst – not worst, but at best – I could dial being, it in. Being willfully ignorant. Yes, or, I mean, I, I and I do appreciate those who say, you know what? Yeah, I can't stand the guy. I wish he'd shut his fucking mouth. But the policies he's getting done are policies I believe in. Yeah. And to that I say, okay, uh, but you do know that, like, he's, like that's not in your best interest. He He... He got on stage and said, I hear you, I see you, vote for me, and then enacted a bunch of policies that are only beneficial to wealthy elites. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Like, again, in a democracy, you are never going to get your perfect candidate. Of course. You know, and and you are always going to be voting for – you're going to stack rank your issues, your items that matter, and you're going to vote for the one that checks off the highest items, right? And so – and honestly, as as shitty as this sounds, and somebody's probably going to take offense to this, but as shitty as this sounds, it is your prerogative to be a racist. 
everything about that is still true. It is totally – do I agree with it? No. Am I that? Would I ever promote that? Do I teach my kids that? No. But it's your prerogative. And if that's how you are and he aligns with that, that's fine. But everybody just needs to own the shit. You got to – I'm so sick of people like dancing around and like justifying his things to try and like backpedal out of things. Just fucking own it. Like whatever it is, just own it. Own your shit because I can tell you right now wholeheartedly that there is not one candidate, especially in the two big parties, that even remotely aligns with where I want to be. But at this point, you got to look at the pros, look at the cons, and do what you can. And right now, all I can do is vote for who I think has the best chance of defeating him because I definitely don't want him there anymore. Yeah. It fucking sucks. None of these fuckers care about yeah, us. Yeah, fucking – like Biden, are you serious? Did you see that? Did you see that meme I posted today? That was like which one? The middle class or the working class says, "Please help us." Republicans oh, yeah, say yeah. no, and Democrats say no. Heart emoji, hashtag BLM, rainbow flag emoji. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. another one. No, la- that's so fucking real. I saw another one last week that said, "Republicans, I'm racist. Democrats, I'm racist." Oh. <laughs> That's rough. No, no, I, I, I agree with the sentiment behind both of those. None of these fuckers give Virtue a sig- fuck. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm fucking. Let's, let's be done with politics for Jesus. right now. Let me look on here and make sure we don't got any other fucking. I guess politics. all I want to say, you, you said it pretty clearly, but it's just if you can look at these two people, yes, it, believe me, there. I don't want to vote. For Joe Biden, any more than I wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016. Yeah, but I'll tell you what I I wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton a lot less. But um, I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. But like, uh, and I don't even identify as a Democrat. But like, Jesus Christ, man! Like, it, it, it's not funny anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not. Oh shucks, he just says whatever he wants. And he, you know, it's uh, no, no. It, like we're. Real consequences. We, literally, we have a president slowing the mail down because he hopes that it'll help him get reelected. Like, so this of, is the time to say, guys, it's not fucking funny anymore. One other thing I do want to point out, though, it just in defense of the whole situation, is that photo that is circulating of uh, them removing mailboxes in Columbus. That's from May. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah, it's not. No, crazy? there has been a lot of misinformation. There's a, another. There's another one that's had like eighty five thousand retweets of a pile of bu- boxes, and it's like it's it's actually like the storage yard in a place that like repaints them. That's what I mean, I, dude. I fucking hate the internet. I hate America, it, but it, I don't hate America. Yeah, the, I mean, there has been a lot of misinformation. A lot of things blown out of proportion does not stop the fact that. Real things are happening that are actually slowing down the mail that you're actually seeing. Yeah. Have you noticed a lot of stuff on Amazon says we don't know when it's going to get to you? Probably by this day, and then maybe it shows up in half the time. Have so, you noticed that? I have, and we went through that when uh, the whole quarantine thing first started happening. Like, I, dude, I, there wasn't anything you could order on Amazon that wasn't showing up a month or two later, except for they managed to work it out to where anything that could be considered a work from home item. Got back to two days, which was awesome, right? So where do you – two things. I have two things and we're getting the fuck off politics for the remainder of this pod. Um, where do you stand on the fact that 
Numbers show the USPS is losing money. Trump has been big on advocating saying we need to renegotiate the contract because Amazon is more or less getting rich as fuck or Jeff Bezos getting rich as fuck while he uses the post office, the USPS to do his dirty work, essentially that last mile, right? He's saying that they should be paying upwards of four times the amount to carry packages that last mile. He's more or less saying that like every time they deliver a package, they're losing money. So uh, here, here's here's number one how you solve that issue. Uh, if if we're concerned about the post office being profitable, which we shouldn't be, because it's not in the Constitution. It's not supposed to be profitable. It's supposed to deliver the fucking mail, which it fucking does. The My Amazon packages get delivered on Sunday because of the USPS. So who gives a shit if, there's, if they're profitable? Uh, also, uh, how much money are we handing over to the military? Where's their profit? Can we talk about the fucking Space Force? <laughs> well, how about all the all the money that the, our, our, our city gives to the police force? Where's their profit? Okay, fuck off with the, not you, but the, the, the argument about the post office being, not being profitable, fuck off. If you're, if, if, if it's, if it's losing money, then you're the fucking administration. Find ways to make it more efficient in a way that doesn't hurt the mail. Hey, can we talk to fucking Amazon? Like one of the most efficient logistic companies so then, in the entire planet? The way you solve the whole problem, if it is that big of a concern, if you really do want this shit to get paid for, start fucking charging Amazon tax. They don't pay shit on their $3 trillion business. Agree. I we could no all problem. have health care if they paid taxes. Get the fuck out of here. Well, you know my no, stance. maybe not that. If Th- we start, that was extreme. If we start talking about taxing things, you know, I can't, I can't help but lob up churches in there. Oh, 100%. Churches should pay taxes. Yeah. Talk about uh, politics all you want from the pulpit as long as you pay, pay, pay taxes. So the other thing I wanted to mention, because, uh, you know, like I said, that was kind of – I don't want to say it was in defense of the whole Trump thing. But people are literally – they're posting that image of somebody removing a mailbox and loading it onto a truck with, you know, 10 or 15 others. And they keep posting that, acting like that was just happening. And then the photographer who took the photo said, no. This was in May. Shit's been going on for a while. And then I think uh, – I want to oh. say somebody ran a story saying that some of those uh, – like uh, the mailboxes that were not efficient or not used were removed and expedited because of all of the protests and things that were happening. Things were getting defaced. So they were like, fuck it. Speed that whole thing up. So I, I don't even think it had shit to do with Trump. I just think that he's like the fall guy for it, which – it happens. I mean, he, he totally gets some of the shit, like, well, gets no, lobbed I, his way. I, I agree to a point, but then you have him getting on national television on the phone and saying they want $2.5 billion to make their business run smoother, make their shit run smoother. Hmm? And if I don't give that to them, then they can't process all these mail in votes. I mean, he yeah. fucking says it oh, out yeah. loud. I, I also read somewhere that somebody related to all this has stake in like you know fedex or something like that like in a rival company and they would stand to profit quite significantly from all this i don't remember who it was so that's all i'm gonna say here's what here's what and here comes i'll i'll this is the most socialist i'll get tonight i'm about to turn i'm about to piss off anybody 
who might get pissed by this sort of thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I like I like how you said I'm going to piss off anybody who might get pissed off. Yeah. Like no. cool. The now would be a good time for the United States Postal Service to purchase U, uh, UPS and FedEx. Mm. Seize the means of effing production. Yeah, but then you logistics have logistics in America. Huh? Monopoly though. Not if you, not not if it's not the point is not to make a profit. Hmm. I'm being socialist here. Yeah. No, there should be private. There should be able to be private logistics industry. I, I'm just saying that, like, it, it makes it very obvious that the intent is malicious when you are the president of the United States or when you are in an administration that could to could fix the postal service rather than defund it. I like where you left that. I, I use that on purpose because I know we're talking about defunding things a lot. and uh, As in defund the police? As in defund the police. Can as I, in defund Planned Parenthood. You know, whatever. Saw some funny shit online. Uh, somebody said, well, number one, somebody posted that thin blue line sticker, right? And it's like the black and white flag. It's got a blue line. I, like, I think I know where you're going and with this. And somebody said... Anytime you see one of these and they haven't finished filling out their DIY rainbow flag. Oh, I saw that. I never realized that if you if you do like the Roy G. Biv, that blue line falls right where it should. And if you do the red, orange, oh yellow, God. blue, like the blue falls exactly where it should. One, that's hilarious. Two, on that very same post, somebody said, my dad was a police officer for, you know, 30 years and blah, blah, blah. And somebody replied to it and said, defund your dad. (laughs) Oh, shit. I laughed so fucking hard at that. Um, It is pretty funny, though, with the thin blue line sticker just because, like, technically, and I know this is, like, technicalities and stuff like that, but, like, technically that's, like, not. Uh, like the technically, like displaying a flag like that's against the law. Yeah, you know, there's also one. I didn't know this until the other day. There's also a thin red line. Same exact shit, but it's for firefighters. Weird. And the only reason I know that was because I was in the line for Starbucks. Go figure. And in front of me is like a a sticker on this car, and it's like a what the fuck is it? It's like a cross with a flag inside of it, a red line, and a blue line. And I was like, what the fuck is the red line? Like, what does that red line symbolize? And so I look it up. And the only thing that could have made that thing more all-encompassing is if it were in the shape of a Punisher skull. (laughs) I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, This is not... A joke, or this is not an exaggeration when I say that I have never, ever in my life met a fireman that wasn't like an amazing person. And I've met a lot of cops who aren't amazing people. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I don't want, I don't want to do some thin red line shit, man, because I could, like, I like I like firemen. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, NWA had a really popular song, and it definitely wasn't "fuck the firefighters." It was "fuck the police," right? There's Maybe. a reason. There's a reason that the specific group of people were chosen for that song. 
everybody, everybody, I everybody I know who went to be a fire who like became a firefighter was like a real stand up guy when I knew him younger. Yeah. Or like, and everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people who became cops were like guys who just had blown oh, some yeah. fucking steam. Oh yeah. So two things. One. I semi-invited you but never followed up on it. I invited you via the podcast last week and never I know, followed up. I, Friday morning I was like, oh, Jeff was having a having fight On fights Saturday. Oh, I thought it was, thir- it I thought was, it was Saturday. on your birthday. It was Saturday. Uh, first of all, my birthday was fucking, I think, Thursday. Whatever the day the 13th was. I know. Okay. Friday morning I said to myself, oh, I wonder how that was last night. Got it. So Saturday we did have the fights. Uh, some friends came over, a couple friends. And the reason I bring that up is we started talking about firefighters. So the fucking champ, uh, Stipe Miocic, he's a firefighter in Cleveland. Hmm. Like literally his day-to-day life is he is a active, still working firefighter in his everyday life. Yet he is the motherfucking UFC champ, holds the belt. Uh, I watched him Crazy. for my, for my uh, bachelor party. We got tickets, and I watched him defend the title in Cleveland. And he always comes out to MGK, that fucking Till I Die, that Cleveland Till I Die song. He comes out to that shit. And let me tell you, it hits different when you're at the fucking arena and, like, that dude's walking out. You're like, oh, yeah, I fuck with the song right now. Like, (laughs) I am fucking here. I am ready to watch this. And that dude is enormous. So you see all these, like, fights. You see all these people come out. And none of them are like poking above the ring. And then you see this motherfucker come out and you see that he is above the ring. And you're like, oh, you big as fuck. That's him. Um, dude, firefighters are heroes. Cops are not heroes. They are there to police. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have a better way to put that. They're there to police. Firefighters are there to fucking save. That's where and, I'm going to end And educate. That. That's true. A lot of being a fireman is education. That's true. And stop dropping roll up in this bitch. Uh dun dun stop. Dun dun drop. Roll on the ground. Uh, <laughs> and just general like safety, not just fire safety, but general safety and general uh you know, like medical safety. You never fucking McGruff the crime dog though? Yeah. They had to invent, like, nobody give a shit about cops so much that they had to invent a whole fucking cartoon animal to help. Like, almost like Smokey the Bear, though, yeah. I guess. Right? Scruff McGruff, baby. Scruff McGruff. Uh, crime dog. Take a bite out of crime. My One of my best friends from high school, his dad was, like, one of those renaissance men. Like, he just did everything. Like, he had a gas station. Or, like, he was a mechanic at one point. He fought in Vietnam. He... Uh, he fought in uh, another war, and uh, and he his dad was pretty old. He 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 fought in the Korean War and he fought in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and uh, in two different branches. He was in the Army and the Air Force. Wow! And uh, he was a plumber. Like he's just one of those guys that did all this stuff. A man's man. He was sixty. 63 something like that decided he wanted to join the fire department really went to the went to the fucking fireman training boot camp school or whatever yeah I guess it was fucking making making these fucking 25 year olds look like kids like he was just crushing it 
Could you, you ever see yourself doing that? Huh? Could you ever see yourself being like a volunteer firefighter or anything? You know, if I lived in a rural area, like if I had a big compound out in Springfield or something like that, I'd think about it, like getting some good training on CPR and and getting some good training on, you know, mm. uh, firefighting and stuff like that and like be the guy for a certain mile radius or whatever. Yeah. I'd be down with that. I actually thought about, you know, I go through those ups and downs. You're like, man, I think I'm maybe. I, what if I just switched careers? And yeah, just I'm like, just I'm meant to do something more. Did something with my hands instead. Yeah. And uh, if I ever went into some sort of public service, it would probably be something like that because I feel like firefighters just like get it like they care about people i feel like i owe it to the community after i set that dumpster on fire <laughs> also i got a good fireman mustache you do but can you have that i think you could, don't you got to be clean shaven because of the masks and shit i don't think so no i don't recall one seeing... of my good friends who's a fireman has a mustache really maybe he just educates no you can have a mustache. fifth graders you can have mustaches oh so speaking of heroes, did you see this story about uh, this kid named Bridger? I can't think of his last name. Um, this kid's like uh, – he's a young kid and he's got a sister who's even younger and a dog like tried to attack him or attack her. And this little fucking kid – dude, I, 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 need, I should look it up. I want to say this kid was like five or six years old. He stood in front of the dog and basically – protected his little sister from getting attacked by this dog and he got a fucking attacked bit in the face had like 90 stitches oh i did hear about this yeah i heard about it dude can like more people need to like this, these are the types of stories that <clears throat> you hear about they're legendary this kid's a legend for life now right and more people need to do cool shit for i do appreciate that there is a youtube channel called dude dad and we have uh, a slight contact to it because, like, I think that dude is, like, real good friends with DJ. Oh. And, like, yeah, yeah. So I've seen, you know. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah, we have. Um, so I saw a Dude Dad video where they actually figured out that that kid lived very close to him. Hmm. So Dude Dad created him a... Very special power wheels. Worked with a local graphics company to create these stickers and shit. And it's like Bridger Mobile. And like he souped up the power wheels on like a bunch of lithium batteries, DeWalt batteries. And they presented him with like a really cool power wheels that was like way beastier than a regular power wheels. Had like real suspension and shit. I think shit like that is really cool. Like not only does that. It's probably inspiring to another generation, but we need more people that are willing to stand up and just do the – I don't say do the right thing. That's that's a weird loaded statement, but are willing to put themselves in harm's way to protect other people. Those people are special people. We don't have people like that every day, mm -hmm. and I would really like to think that my son would do that for my daughter, and I'm sure you would too. You know, I don't know if that's the case, but I feel that's the case with my kid. Do you feel that with your kids? Like, do you think that your boys would put themselves in harm's way to protect their sister? Uh, yes, I do. If it came down to something like that, 
Yeah. Like so, like a like a life and death kind of thing. Yes. Super cool shit, man. It's it's it feels good to know. I I have confidence that my kid would. You sound like you have confidence that your kids would. Yeah, I do. I, I do. Uh, yeah, I do. It, it feels good to know that uh, we have a hand in raising kids that For sure would do that. Because when I when I watch that story and when I listen to that little kid talk, dude, it, it, it like chokes me up a little bit. It chokes me up just like listening to him say things like. You know, I just saw the dog coming at us with its mouth open, and I just felt like I didn't want him to eat my sister. And I'm like, damn, dude, like that is that is ground up. Somebody is doing something right. Yeah, because you're, you're like that kid in that split second was just like, like it wasn't a question. It, it, in that split second, the kid thought, uh. There's only one thing that can that can stand between that dog and her, and my sister, and it's me. Yeah, it's wild. Super fucking cool. Shout out to that kid. Shout out to that kid. Similarly, I'd feel remiss if I didn't uh, speak about another kid that's been in the news recently. Um, so unfortunately, I feel like. I feel like the majority of stories or reasons I've seen this kid's name mentioned is for the wrong reasons because people are using it as a weapon or a means to to justify their, you know, all lives matter or their... You're talking about that kid? The five-year-old white kid who got Cannon. shot? Cannon. First of all, he awesome name. name. Cannon Hennett. He has a name. Yeah. So... I, I think my problem here is as uh, let me let me start by saying fucking tragic story. Absolutely makes my heart just like break into Absolutely. two. Listening to this story, do we have crazy fucking people in this world? Yes, I think that goes without saying. And whether this story happened or not, this incident happened or not, we have crazy fucking people in this world. You know, we have however many hundreds of murders per year and like crazy shit we have people that you know bury their kids alive we have people that take their own kids and put them in dog cages and encase them in concrete like there are i see stories like this all the time right where crazy crazy tragic shit happens and it it never feels easier to read i read the shit because i want to i want to feel lucky to feel the love that i feel for my kids I want to sure. feel like I'm yeah. in the right, and I just want to love them more. I think I've been, I, 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 yeah, I agree. And that that story with that kid, I didn't follow it very closely. I mean, that's why I didn't really know his name. I knew there was an outrage about it, but I and I looked into it quickly or briefly, uh, and it was. I kept reading this kind of like, why aren't people out on the streets like they were for George Floyd? Where's justice? Yeah, and so it's that's, like, that's what got me is that the justice is, for Cannon. That is the point. He got justice. That is why people are out on the streets for George let, Floyd. Let me because stop we've you. watched him unjustly get ex- executed on the streets. So let, let me stop you because I don't want to act like he got justice. Nobody got justice. No, I know. But retribution, something happened. So his killer is known his killer was arrested after a brief search. His killer has already been charged, will serve 
you know, however many years in uh, yeah. prison. There. That's the point I'm trying to make. The is- American justice system worked. Correct. The way it was supposed to. The reason why people are protesting for people like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and every other name that we can sit here and say is because the American justice system is not working. It's failing them. The only thing we should be able to count on is the fact that the American justice system will come – Will will come down on the parties involved. Dude. It's and here's the thing. There's a statistic. It's like forty percent of homicides go unsolved. We're not even talking about those forty percent. We're talking about the fifty or sixty percent where the person is known. We're talking about the gap, the amount of people where again. People had to go and march in the streets. People had to tear shit up. People had to say, I'm here. There's this problem. I need you to acknowledge this fucking problem. People had to do that in order to even remotely start justice for these homicides. Mm-hmm. Nobody had to do that for this kid. Everybody across the fucking board unanimously agrees that this is a bad thing. Well, I say that. I say that, but there are some pretty sickening comments I have seen online. Yeah, well, fuck people. I, I have seen some comments online from people saying things like, uh, uh, fuck this. At this point, nobody values our lives, so we shouldn't value white people's lives either. Like, fuck this kid. Like, shit like that, you guys can fuck off. I, I don't want to, like, hear from people like that. I agree. But from the, from the people who have an opinion that I respect, I think unanimously across the board, we can agree that this was wrong. The person should be charged. They were charged. At that point, you don't need a fucking justice for anybody hashtag. And, you know, and this is not to, to stir the pot more, but it, it, and it sounds really heartless saying this, but like there isn't a there isn't a systemic problem with black men walking up and shooting five year olds in the head. Right. This was a anomaly you know and it's just like if that uh, it's not it's 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 not apples to apples simple as that that and that's what i was trying to say like that's what i you know i found myself fucking debating with people online i'm reluctant to say the word arguing but i can tell you i went into these conversations with no intention on changing my mind i'm sure these people that were countering me had no intention on changing their mind but when i see things where people say why aren't people marching in the street it's like that shows your ignorance as to why people are marching on the street so you post some shit like that immediately you have discredited yourself because i now understand that you don't understand so you want to fly that fucking flag fly that flag but i will not value what you're saying because i get it you don't get it. I agree. It fucking sucks. It's still such a shitty thing, and I wish it wouldn't have happened. I'm glad the person is, you know, going to be put away for their lifetime. I, I got to be honest. I did not hear of a motive yet. I don't know what the fuck the motive was. Yeah, I don't know. It's not going to make it any easier to stomach. It's a, a very unfortunate event. Uh, so we are right at that hour and a half mark. It bums me out that we have to end with that. 
But I think that we're you know going to end I'll, with Let that. me end with something else. You got something else? Yeah. So it was the last thing I typed on there today. It said, sometimes shit gets easier. Stop looking for the bad. And I had a weird thought today. Is And maybe it's, I'm feeling this way because... So Sierra's like back at work work. So like I, for the foreseeable future, am the housewife and the homeschooler and the cook and the creative director and project manager and all of those things. Uh, and so maybe I'm feeling a little bit of what a lot of stay-at-home moms feel like. But, you know, where you see like cool things that moms do for their kids on Pinterest and you like, yeah. white, you know, so I was thinking about this today actually, because miles came down or Rowan came down and he said, what's for lunch. And I said, Hey buddy, we've been stuck in this same hell hole. No, I didn't really say that. Hey buddy, we've been stuck here doing the same thing every day for six months now. Hmm? Like, you know, what's for lunch, find something to eat. I keep peanut butter sandwiches. I keep the fridge stocked. I keep the freezer stocked. I keep the pantry stocked. Make yourself something for lunch. And I was and and so I was sitting there thinking about it. And maybe I was just like in a depressed mood or something like that. But I started beating my up myself up. And it's like, shouldn't I be like, today's lunch is grilled cheese sandwiches and fresh cut fruit. You know, like a Pinterest mom. And uh, so like my like my my bad dad alarm starts going off. Like you're not delivering for your family, kind of thing. Then I sit and think more about it, and it's like Beatrice is eight, Miles is ten, Rowan's twelve. Like they all know how to make a sandwich. They all know how to microwave a hot pocket. <laughs> you know, they all know what they like. They ask me how to make things if they don't know how to make them. So, like, I'm encouraging my kids' independence. I'm encouraging them to try new things. I'm keeping the they're not going to starve. I'm keeping the food stocked. If they don't like any of it, then fuck them. I don't care. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, I had to tell myself that like, no, some things are allowed to get easier. Yeah. You don't have to find, you don't have to beat yourself up for things that you don't have to beat yourself up for. You don't have to look for ways to beat yourself up over stuff like, cause it gets harder in other ways. <laughs> so, you know, like, sure. Maybe in, like in this situation, it's like, who gives a shit? Your kid, you're, you're, you're keeping it stock, you're keeping food in the house, your kids aren't gonna starve, they're learning how to be independent. Who cares? Somebody, you know what I mean? I just, like, I just, I guess it was a self-encouragement, like, that maybe my parental instincts need to evolve with my kids' maturity. <clears throat> well, what you were doing is what we hope our kids don't do, which is you have an idea of the way things should be, most likely because of social media, and you were comparing yourself. And honestly, sometimes you just need to pat yourself on the back for getting through an unprecedented time and keeping your kids alive. Yeah. That's all that really needs to happen. Kids and aren't starving. They're not going without. I feel like – and and I feel like it applies to other things in my life when I was thinking – that lesson. It was a life lesson that I taught myself today. Yeah. Um, And I – because I feel like it applies to other things because like I think about, you know, my job – you know, now that I'm like a creative director, you know, my job is harder in a lot of ways because I'm, you know, having to have my eyes on 10 projects instead of two, you know, and, but, uh, at, at the same time, it's easier because I don't 
you know, I'll say like, hey, can you design these three pages for me? Yeah. This afternoon. And then I, like, they send me, like, uh, one of my designers sends me something and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then, like, there's part of me that's like, like, was this too easy? And it's like, no. no, like, this is what you've been working toward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's allowed to get easier. So what I, what I've, what I told my wife a long time ago, and I said it in passing, it's not something that I've went back to on several occasions. It's not something that I, you know, refer to, but for whatever reason, it stuck with her. And she has reminded me that I've said things like this way more than I've ever reminded myself. And it's just that we have all worked very hard to get where we're at. And it is our duty, it is our responsibility to take advantage of what we've built for ourselves. I don't remind myself that enough. She reminds me, um, which is exactly why we're doing what we're doing and, you know, moving, right? We've got all the pieces and parts put into place. I'm flying out this weekend oh, to look at houses. Did shit. I tell you that? You didn't. Yeah, Friday we fly out to look at houses in Arizona. Whole family? No. Oh. Uh, just just the adults. Nice. Little family, little parent vacation. Yep. It's going to be a stressful back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back trip. Um, we're going to hopefully meet up with uh, some friends out there that are going to we'll grab dinner. But we're flying out to look at some houses. Maybe try and catch a Rona? Fuck yeah. <laughs> sign, sign me up for that Rona. Um, it's, it's our responsibility, man. They, like, And it, it kind of like... I told my mom tonight. So I hadn't told my mom previously. My mom doesn't listen to the podcast, so she ain't going to hear it, right? But I wanted to dedicate some time to tell my mom. I needed to have a conversation with her and let her know because she has three kids. One already left. One went to Florida three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. Now one's going to Arizona. That's probably not a hard. That's probably a hard thing to hear. It's probably not an easy thing to hear. Is what I was going to well, say. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I like basically my 18th birthday. I moved. Yeah. Here and then my my brother basically did the same thing in the opposite direction. So it, it, I I wanted to dedicate some time for conversation, and it didn't go easily. You know, I, I said it, and it got very quiet on the call. But I needed to let her know why I was doing it because I don't feel that living the same life every day, wishing things would change. I don't feel that that is the way we're intended to live. Like, and I say intended to live. I say that not from a religious standpoint. No, I know. I say that from a, Well, I know you know, but I'm just putting that out there. I say that, you know, from a – and I hate to use this word. I hate to use this acronym, but YOLO. Like, I think about my mortality all the fucking time now. And I swear I think about it even more in these Rona times. Because anything could take me out for any reason. It doesn't matter. And we are so fragile. Like, I gotta stop wanting to do things and just start doing them. I've wanted to move west. My wife wants to move west. My kid wants to move west. Guess what? Let's fucking do it. If I hate it a year from now, who says I can't move again? Nobody, nobody is stuck 
once you determine you're stuck in a situation, then you're stuck. Unless you determine that, nobody's stuck in their situation. You also want to, like, you told me you want to become a furry too, right? Yeah, dude. I can't wait to be a squirrel. <laughs> Very attracted to the fluffy tail. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. All right. I feel like on that. We needed to bring it up, and we did. We needed to bring it up. But. 57. Wait, where is it, Colin? In the books. The books. <laughs> we out. Yeah.